This is J.P. Morgan Chase, a company that traces its history to a founding father of the United States and is among one of the largest banks in the world. It primarily makes money by offering financial services, such as investment banking, credit cards, offering loans to businesses, and consumers. But about 14% of their revenue comes from the segment called asset and wealth management. Chase is trusted by consumers so much that they currently manage over 4.3 trillion, that's trillion with a T, in assets through their products, which also include retirement options. One of these assets is called the JP Morgan Equity Premium Income ETF, or JEPI for short. This is a fund whose goal is to provide monthly distributions and give exposure to the S&P 500 while offering investors less risk and volatility. Now, with the big downswings the market has had recently, I'm sure we could all use a little less volatility. Jeppy is managed by two portfolio managers with over 60 years of industry experience. Although Jeppy has only been around for about two years, being established in May of 2020, we can look at some of their past performance to predict future performance. Just kidding, that's not how the stock market actually works. But I can tell you this though, Jeppy has an amazing 12-month trailing dividend yield of nearly 8%. That is considerably better than other ETFs out there, such as a high-yielding dividend stock tracker that can get around a 4% yield, REITs which average about 3% in yields, and that's with law stating that they have to pay out 90% of their earnings in dividends and they're much, much higher than bonds, which offer less than a 2% yield. In fact, Jeppy's dividend yield is so high that it's actually in the top 10% of all US ETFs. Unlike other high-yielding stocks or ETFs though, Jeppy actually gives a chance at capital appreciation upside. That's because their holdings are actually pretty high-quality companies. They currently own 111 different securities. You can actually see exactly what positions they hold and the dollar amount on their website, so you gotta love that transparency. Their top holdings are Bristol-Myers Squibb, a pharmaceutical company with over a $160 billion market cap, and they pay nearly a 3% dividend yield. We have United Health Group, one of the best-performing stocks in my personal portfolio, we also have Abbey, which has been on fire this year. Progressive, the third largest insurance carrier in the United States. Then you have your consumer non-discretionary pillars in Coca-Cola and Hershey's. Now having too much of those products might cause you to need Eli Lilly, another mega cap $300 billion company. We also have and MasterCard, a company known for its capital appreciation, and Jack Henry & Associates, another payment processing company, rounding out the top 10. All those are around a 1.7% weighting, makes up just 18% of their portfolio. This is a lot different than other ETFs whose top 10 holdings are typically more than 50% of the portfolio. They also have great sector exposure with financials, healthcare, industrials, and IT, all making up about 11% of the fund. 
This fund is constantly buying and selling securities, so what you own in Jeppy today, that will definitely change tomorrow as its turnover rate was 195% this past year. Jeppy's fund managers are constantly doing market research. They're trying to find securities that they think are attractive based on company fundamentals, the impact it might have on the portfolio, risk versus reward, as well as the market mispricing that's caused by market overreactions. Now you might be wondering, how is Jeppy able to give out these amazing distributions if the core of its portfolio is just a bunch of blue chip dividend companies? Well, the answer is, you know that money that Chase customers deposit in their bank account? They just give out that money to Jeppy shareholders. Well, not quite. The scary part is, that's actually the true way that banks make money, just in other ways. Jeppy sells options. This is a powerful way for Jeppy to generate income for its shareholders by making contractual agreements to sell securities at a fixed price by a certain date if conditions are met. While this certainly helps power that monthly dividend, the downside is that it limits the upside in capital appreciation if a stock does really well, as Jeppy would be forced to sell at a predetermined price. However, if the stock market trades sideways or goes down, which is always a risk whether options are involved or not, investors can benefit in addition to receiving the normal dividends that a company pays out. Doing options trading by yourself, that also requires a lot of time, a lot of research, and a lot of money. Jeppy takes care of all this for investors for just a .35 expense fee. That's $35 annually for every $10,000 invested. While this is a little bit more pricey than other ETFs, it's still cheaper than other ETFs that follow a similar covered call strategy, like GlobalX Products, QILD, their expense ratio is 60 basis points. It should also be noted a significant amount of Jeppy's portfolio is invested in equity-linked notes, which are debt instruments where the payout is based on the performance of the underlying equity. Generally with ELNs, the initial investment is always protected, but part of the capital appreciation, if there is any, is not going to be the full amount. According to their prospectus, Jeppy's ELNs are designed to trash the economic characteristics of the S&P 500 and then they sell calls or options on them. Since the principle of ELNs are generally guaranteed, this might actually mean less volatility and possibly some downside protection in a down market. But as with doing covered call strategy, the upside potential is capped. When I made my first video on Jeppy a year ago, the fund had barely a billion dollars under management. That number has now ballooned to nearly $9 billion in AUM. Chase, you're welcome for the exposure and the free advertising, but uh, come on, send me like a fruit basket or something. Now with all the money pouring in, hopefully this means that Jeppy has beat the market these past two years. When I do a backtest of when Jeppy launched about two years ago, it's actually done worse than just investing in the S&P 500, giving around a 19% return compared to the S&P 500's 26% return. Although it should be noted, this past decade has been a ridiculous bull market, and when Jeppy launched, that's when the C19 recovery was in full swing. That definitely won't be the norm, and having more sideways and even down markets, that should work in Jeppy's favor. What's also really impressive is Jeppy has a better return than QILD, despite having a lower expense ratio. And keeping true to its goal of being less volatile than the market, Jeppy has actually flat these past three months, 
while the market has taken quite a tumble. So Jeppy's goal is not to necessarily beat the market, but it's to deliver monthly dividends, give exposure to the S&P 500, and have less volatility. It sure does look like it's accomplishing all three of those. And yes, I know about that three-letter word that ends with X that's always on your mind. Tax is definitely important. Taxes make the world go around. Taxes on Jeppy will generally be a blend of ordinary and some qualified dividends. And that makes sense, right? Because they're doing buying and selling of stocks. We saw their 195% turnover ratio before. They're holding stocks to collect dividends and they're doing options trading. Looking back at my taxes this past year, I received $26.42 in dividends from Jappy, an ETF that I only bought towards the end of 2021, and $4.09 of that was actually qualified. That's about 15%, which isn't too bad because a lot of these income ETFs, they are typically 100% ordinary dividends, which are taxed at the investor's highest income bracket. But the best way to be tax efficient with Jeppy is storing it in a 401k or an IRA. So overall, what is my final opinion on Jeppy? I know this will be a powerful tool for those who are in or close to retirement, just getting those consistent cash flows every single month. They've had impressive distributions these past two years. For me, since I'm a younger investor, I have income ETFs as less than 10% of my portfolio because as we've seen with their call options, it stunts the potential for capital appreciation in bull markets. But I do think that we will be in a sideways or a declining market for quite some time. So having those monthly dividends from Jeppy is great motivation to keep investing during hard times. Also, most importantly, I can sleep well at night because the portfolio that Jeppy has is not junk and it's ran by those with decades of industry experience for a really low fee. Let me know what you think of Jeppy in the comments below. These videos take a lot of time to research and edit, so make sure you've hit that like button and are subscribed because I make videos like this all the time. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name and I will buy, stash, and collect cash you later.